Hey everybody, welcome to the Ear Spoon. I am Fish. I'm Steve. And we are coming to you live. Uh, well, uh, check for a pulse. Yeah, check good. for a pulse. Uh, from the Ear Spoon Studios uh, in our panic room uh, nestled <laughs> in the green hills of... Of Southern Vermont. It's our safe space. It's where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can catch all of our podcasts, which have uh, are, are numerous. There are uh, oh, the, yeah. uh, Billosophy is on the ear spoon. Very nice. Right? I'm glad to hear that. Uh, so we got him. Uh, of course, the main one is this. Uh, we do uh, and we do the other one, Vermontitude, mm-hmm. and uh, even the Fables. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, Fables is on. Oh, on, it's on. Fables storytelling. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Let me just let me let me just call you out to task on that. It's our website, and you went. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't know. You 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 run that ship. <laughs> but yeah, I will go and look at that dutifully. I'm sure yeah. of it. Yeah. So we have that. Sorry, that's the uh, storytelling gig that I host at uh, the Next Stage Theater um, once a month. Yeah. If you're Which local, would, please go to this. It's yeah. really one of the nicest things happening. Honestly, and, and congratulations on that. By yeah, way. yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of fun. A right. lot of fun. Um, so yeah, so we we've got that, and that's all at theearspoon.com. All uh, coming to you courtesy of the Earspoon Studios, uh, which are also uh, caffeinated in large part by uh, by Mocha Joe's. MochaJoe's.com. There we go, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we are uh, we we are kept healthy by our folks at Serious Natural Remedies. SeriousNaturalRemedies.com. There we go, and uh, so we want to thank those. Those are our sponsors. All right, let's get right into it mm. now. This will be uh, a leap-off point that starts out locally here for both Steve and I, mm-hmm. and uh, but it, it it's a it's a global problem. I, I am not necessarily looking to hang blame on any one person for mm-hmm. causing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Donald Trump. Um, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. A little bile came up with that. Something orange came out of your throat <laughs> when you did that. But I, I am going to point a little bit of a finger. Uh, in that direction, that kind of unleashes things like the the atom waffen division, mm. and uh, you may the, want to explain. Yeah, the atom waffen division is this thing out of uh, Florida. It's uh, it's kind of this. Um, God, they're like Nazis. anarchists. They're yeah. they're not they're, they're Nazis. They're they, they they promote wanting to burn the American flag. Nazis. So they you know they want to uh, they they are hanging signs that say uh, Black Lives Don't Matter. Um, they are going after all minorities, specifically Jewish people, and uh, w- and they you know they just want to poison the water supply. They want to just you know so they're just they're crazies. That, that that's really what they are. They're crazies, but uh, crazy. Is defended by First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, with that in mind, my thing is so it's a very small segment of the population that is out doing these sort of things. And I need to, I always feel as though I need to remind everybody that the majority rules on these feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I know that we well, have to we have to do, we have to dissect um, these small bits of the population out and figure out, OK, you're the group that we're going to label with hate. You're the group we're going to label with good. Mm-hmm. But if we have two buckets of equal size, you're going to fill one with hate and one with good. Which one's going to overflow faster? 
just to play devil's advocate, some would argue which the good one, one, Steve. <laughs> but some would argue who says what's good and who says what's bad. And there are people in this autumn waffen thing, I'm sure, who say this is a moral good. Yeah. And I defy you to say otherwise. And this, you know, you get into subjective, you get into morals, you get into all that. So, you know, I, you said the majority rules. In a way, that's true. But one of the things that's distinctive about at least American democracy and many kinds of democracy and democracies like it is that – but it allows and protects and preserves and gives voice to the minority voice. You mm-hmm. know, So it's not like, shut the hell up. You're right. out of here. You know? Well, I mean, that, and that, that's why our forefathers created the First Amendment mm-hmm. to basically say that we will not mm-hmm. be not allowed to say what we want. Mm-hmm. That won't happen anymore. I will be able to – the government will not – intervene and tell me that I can't say these things. Short of things that incite violence, short of hate speech, which has been established as illegal, short of, you know, the classic fire in a a crowded movie house, Mm -hmm. short of certain things that actually provoke danger to people. Right. So when you are papering the town um, saying black lives don't matter, that fault, that is just a, a dumb statement. Uh, let you know, uh, made up by cowards, and 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 with photocopiers and hung around town. Mm-hmm. All right, and taken down as probably as quickly as they're hung up. Yeah, they probably weren't up very long. Right. I was actually downtown last week, uh, standing outside of uh, a restaurant, uh, talking with friends, and uh, and somebody came by and said, "Did you see people putting up posters? It must have been one. I think it was the night that thing got posted on the Facebook page." Uh, and hadn't seen, saw some youngish people kicking about, but they mm-hmm. didn't seem to be flyering. They were a little bit sketchy or like, you know, moving about like they were up to something. But sure. anyway, point being that like, it's going to be really difficult in a town, even as small as ours of 12,000 people to not, especially now that this is a public thing. Yeah. How are you ever going to do that again and not be seen unless it's three o'clock in the morning? Right. You know? But even then, yeah. even then. So my th- my thing, my take on this is that as citizens, we must remain lawful. Mm-hmm. All right, you must abide by the law. Mm-hmm. This is, we have we have departments that focus on on them, and we call them police departments, mm-hmm. and they are officers of the law, law enforcement, not, not <laughs> officers of mass public opinion. Yep. All right, these are not people who. Say, look, I feel the way you do, so yeah. <laughs> let, right, let's get them. Let's do some skeet, chun, <laughs> skeet shooting, son. Yeah. You know, they, they don't do that. They, they, they have to operate within the guidelines of the law. And if the law says that they get to say these kind of things um, and they might not agree with those things, they still have to operate um, in their uniforms right. and protect their uh, right to free speech. And you want them to do that because when it comes time for you – to open up your mouth and have that same right, 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 they too will protect that. Right. We will not talk about the free speech zones of the Bush and Cheney era, but you know there are uh, unfortunate limitations. You know, that, and, and I think false and illegal limitations put on free speech. But I agree with you. Whether it's panhandling or whatever it is going in in a town, people have the right to to speak mm-hmm. whatever way they like. They do not have the right to do other things, which also include, as I said, inciting violence or provoking violence or or pointing and encouraging violence toward particular groups. It's simply illegal. Uh, and so, and luckily, we are we have a, a police department in town mm-hmm. that, uh, run by a, a compassionate police officer who uses the term compassionate. I, yeah. they, I, I feel as though they all are. 
Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. but, but it, it comes from the top down, and yeah. and and I've had conversations with uh, Chief Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. You have as well, and I, I get the sense that this guy gets it. And I think the compassionate part comes. We were talking earlier about um, it's tactical and smart. It's practical right. and real. It's also nice, but it's right. also an, an efficient way of doing policing and doing living amongst others. Yeah. You know? So people who put up, but but people putting up things that are calling for the end of black lives or calling for, you know, you saying on the sidewalk, the, the, in German die, oh, Jew die. Yeah. Um, this is past mm. the pale and it's, it's yeah. illegal. It's hate yeah. speech. And, you know, and, and you have to catch the people and you have to figure out what they do. And as you say, they do it at two or three in the morning when they believe nobody is looking, but cameras I, everywhere. Yeah. Cameras <laughs> are everywhere. Um, and you know, I'm here to tell you that, um, I will fight the First Amendment, your First Amendment right, with my First Amendment right. Mm-hmm. That is the battle to which I choose. I have a microphone. I have a pen. I will come after you in that fashion. And my overarching deal is this. You post things that make, feel, like make people feel uncomfortable. I, too, will make sure that you feel that level of discomfort. Mm. All right. So because eventually somebody will be there, somebody will snap a picture of you, somebody will post that picture, and then you know what's going to happen? Yeah. It's you're it's over for you. It's over for you. I'm not coming after you violently. No. I'm not looking to I'm not looking to hit you in the head with a crowbar. I'm not looking to shoot you. I'm not looking to even touch you or engage with you. I'm going to do my First Amendment thing to you that you think you're doing to everybody else and that you are operating within the consti- your constitutional right in which to do so. You're, yeah. it, it, it's, and there is this fine line that you get to hide behind when you are dealing with the First Amendment. All right? You get sure. to hang this stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm here to tell you that papering without a permit is a fine. <laughs> so it's a civic thing. It's small. Mm-hmm. You know? But so, it's, it's a toe-in. It's a toe-in. <laughs> and, and, you know, so if you're caught, you can look forward to that fine. Mm. Um, and you can also look forward to your picture being splattered all over social media. I have to say, and I'm sure you've seen plenty of them, but especially now with these, with the outward racism and the loud, obnoxious, and, and white people calling black people, on the police on black people for being black right. in many instances, this viral video thing, this handheld camera thing is a game changer. Yeah. And, and it's working. I don't know if you recently saw the guy who followed the guy home to his driveway to, to pull up in his driveway and call him the N-word repeatedly for cutting him off in traffic. Right. The guy's filming the whole time. He's in his own vehicle from his plumbing business with his logo and number yeah. on the side. Smart guy. And, and he's calling this guy the N-word repeatedly. I haven't in the, seen that. It's horrifying. And he's out of business. Yes. Yeah. He's saying his life is over. Not that we'd want horrible things for people, but if you're going to be that kind of overt racist, yeah. you get what, what's coming to you. But this is what I'm talking about. Right? So you take this moment in time to make this poor decision. Yeah. To chase somebody. I get it. When somebody cuts you off and endangers your life, it it is it's horrific in the moment. It's scary. Mm-hmm. You know, I was on my bike the other day mm. and and somebody literally cut right in front of me into a parking spot. Oh my. And if I wasn't paying attention, they would have pinched me between the front bumper of the car and the middle of their car. Jeez. All right. 
But I was able to slow my car down, yeah. and I was able to do that. And then when I kind of swung out uh, uh, from around them and literally saw the, jar- the, the driver jump mm. because they never saw me, and then I startled them, and I just kind of shook my head. And I was like, dude, come on, man. You know, yeah. I didn't result in name calling, even though I really could have or just, you know, flipped him off or made some kind of a gesture. Stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to be that level of stupid to chase somebody all the way to their driveway, <laughs> yeah. just to yeah. just uh, spew racial hate onto them. Um, I'm sorry, man. You get. What's coming to you? So what you're saying, too, with this our current uh, circumstance, and, you know, again, it, it extrapolates to every other town, every other circumstance. But if you're going to be that level of awful, mm-hmm. we live in a time of social media, of handheld cameras on phones, of you can't freaking do that. Right. The people who, are, who, who have come forward and say, I'm going to be this sort of overt racist are being filmed and outed and shamed. Right. I'm not a fan of shame as a tool, but if you're going to be a racist, you really are bringing potential violence to people. You're bringing potential death to people simply by advocating and fanning the flames of racism. And 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 the and the fallout for this stuff is just going to be immediate. It's yeah. like instant gratification. Yeah. You know, it, it takes nothing to upload a video. No, boom, done. A Wi-Fi connection. Facebook, yeah. please share, right. and people will. Yep. You know why? Because a majority of the population don't is like racists, <laughs> right? And 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 they are righteous and good, yep. and they do, and they can if they can do anything within their power to knock you down a peg so that you learn your lesson. You know what they're gonna do? Hmm. They're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. That's what they're gonna do, and that's what I'm talking about with these folks like the Adam on the Adam Waffen division. Yeah. You know who are going to paper bathrooms with uh, you know uh, die die ju die on the sidewalks right. and doing all this? You will not be able to continue that kind of behavior before you are caught. Yep. And then your life is over. Try getting a yep. job after that. Try retaining right. your job unless you you know you work for the third Reich. Uh, electrical company <laughs> could well know, be, you know, and so try retaining your job uh, once that gets out there. Because if you are in somebody's employ, yeah, and and your face starts popping up as uh, a person who's hung these kind of things up, if your employer doesn't look at you and go, you can't work here anymore, right? You're, I, you're I literally, I literally have to go out now and do damage control so my business can survive because I employed a known racist without knowing and that they were a racist. And it's happening now. It's really happening, and people are getting shut down. I, I follow certain Twitter feeds, uh, and I see this. There was a uh, chicken and something food truck in Portland, Oregon, I believe, who you call the cops on somebody sitting like preparing for his exams, but he was black, so therefore. Yeah. And so and the and the pig pile was profound. I mean, the reviews, the Yelp yeah. reviews, and they're, I mean, to the point where like they're pulling the, their business out from underneath them. This is, I think, a certain social correction. I don't wish ill on anybody, especially if yeah. innocent people, God knows. But if you're shown to be un- incontrovertibly, you know, 
demonstrably racist and awful to other people, I'm sorry, but there is an equalizing factor that happens and you can no longer conduct business with those same people. No, I mean, these are the things that are happening. And this is what I keep saying. You have a small segment of the population that are behaving badly. Mm -hmm. Yet it's always these small percentages of the population that seem to control the overarching narrative. Well, I'll throw that back a little bit. No, you won't. Yeah, watch. (laughs) Uh, I'm filming you. (laughs) It's amazing how Mm -hmm. people... And I mean people like local news and and, uh, and we'll call it mainstream media, which is a term I get sick of hearing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. How quickly they go to amplify these sorts of terrible things and how quickly they don't go to where things are already terrible and have been for quite some time. In other words, mm-hmm. if it's sensational yeah. or there's videotape of it, well, here we go. Right. But if you want to talk about institutionalized racism, racism and systemic racism and actual charges and, and Black Lives Matter, et cetera, that's not as comfortable. But they can go, and then this guy, now he's out of business. You know, like, well, there's the story. But on the other hand, I think in some ways it gets fomented in all the wrong ways. And then we stop talking. We talk about the sensation. What a racist. He sure got his lesson. But we don't talk about the way racism goes deep and systemic into culture and expresses itself in ways that affect far more people than these individuals that we see on film. Right. And, you know, as long as we're talking about that, let, let's talk about what I like to call the flashpoint video. Right. Mm-hmm. The the uh, uh, you you enter in the video when the just as the cop gets there yes. and, and throws the 16 year old kid uh, who's half his size to the ground. Yeah. And who see that cop bad? Well, I did, what happened before that? What led? Uh, I'm like, maybe he is. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is a terrible Context cop. Context matters, sure. You know, maybe he is a terrible cop. I don't. What? But what happened before that? Mm-hmm. Why? Why did this cop do that? So these are the flashpoint things. Where and don't tell me in a society where we will watch a man drown just so we can get maybe a million hits on YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. don't tell me that you have you were only you only were able to get that ten seconds of video where he threw that boy to the ground. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me mm-hmm. that there's there's not footage before that. Show me the whole thing, and then mm-hmm. then then I'll draw down a conclusion. Yeah, yeah. You know, but this is the age we live in, where yeah. you know you, and it also means if somebody gets is the target and inappropriately so, they can be damaged pretty soundly. So you better damn well be sure. Yeah. That you got the right person and the right name and the yeah, right everything, which is why I'm I'm trying to stress this whole lawful action thing. Yes, you if the First Amendment is is protected for both you and me, mm-hmm. uh, whether you are spewing hateful rhetoric or if I'm just you know spraying skittles and unicorns all over the place, mm-hmm. right? It, it's just it it's protected for me. So my thing is to basically do right what they are doing. You are hanging propaganda. With the thought of intimidation and and rule, well, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to spread my first First Amendment rights with the same intention, mm-hmm. and then you and I can stand in the public square and argue about who's right or who's wrong. Mm-hmm. But you know what? At the end of the day, once I've outed you, all right, I will be able to turn my back, walk away from the conversation on the right goddamn side of history. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. on the other hand, will probably need to move to some faction of Montana where the, <laughs> where the militia lives. Right. Well, it's like this guy Richard Spencer and some of these other horrible – No offense to Montana. Lovely country. Yes. It's beautiful, actually. It really is. Um, 
but uh, like Richard Spencer and some of these other sort of white nationalist out loud mouths Milo Yiannopoulos guy. Um, and I'm no fan of violence, right. but I understand when people see them that they punch them. Yeah, and I don't recommend that. I'd no. never, you know, I would never do that. No, nope. but I understand that if somebody comes forward, the point being, very few people who believe such horrifying things like Black Lives Don't Matter, etc., right. very few will be willing to stand in a public square and say, "I hold this to be true." Dude, let me let me sports metaphor this. Hooray! <laughs> All right, let me sports <laughs> metaphor you this. Your better coaches understand in football that a game is that a season is has 16 games mm. and not just the first quarter of the first game of of, of the year mm. all right so they understand the long game this is a long game mm-hmm. so we can't we might win a battle here and a battle there but the 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 overarching thing is to come home with the trophy at the end of the day, which means that you have to constantly strategize, which means you have to look at hours and hours of game film, which means that you have to understand what pitch is coming, who's got the outside jumper, what guy is deadly from the blue line. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to understand all of these. I like you mixing up all the sports Yeah, well, I'm trying to make sure that I don't leave anybody out, you know. Hockey lives matter. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I get how you mean it. Yeah. For sure. So, So draw the camera out a little wider angle right and 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 take a look at it because it's just not always going to be as easy to find that racist who's hanging black lives don't matter posters on the light poles it's not always going to be that person it will be the person who pulls up in there with their plumbing truck you know screaming (laughs) the n-word god dude what are you thinking you know and and then at, at that point you can just say you know just you film it and just say and just turn the camera around and say yeah so that's 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 what you get from uh, XYZ plumbing and heating right, right. so you want to do business with that be my guest yeah by first means. I'm just I'm protecting his First Amendment rights but I'm letting you know where he stands when he wants to use right. his First and Amendment the rights po- power of the market right <laughs> so that is what it's boiling down to me for you fight the First Amendment with the First Amendment and you do it lawfully agreed and you do it as loud as they do it right and I agree and and you, I, I don't agree with punching people of any kind even though there's plenty of me emotionally that mm-hmm. says yeah that guy deserves a, a broken nose but I, I can't once you cross the line into that I think you, you know it's a, it's a slip oh, I hate that term it's this incline that isn't easy to climb up. Uh, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> uh, and the next thing you know, I mean, you're, you're rationalizing all kinds of violence, and and it's kind of what happens now in our in our world. So. Right, and and you don't want to be a violent person. Violence begets violence, right? I mean, yeah. it just it does. It just builds this thing where you're all of a sudden. You're at a war. I can tell you back in the days when I used to I used to bounce at the bar. The easiest thing to do was to talk somebody off the ledge before it, you know, before it escalated. Anytime any one of the bouncers who was a hothead just grabbed somebody and threw them to the ground, within 15 seconds, everybody is getting yeah, it's a <laughs> melee. It's a melee. Woo-hoo. You know, as when uh, you know. There's a scene in uh, in in uh, one of my favorite movies, which is called The Bronx Tale, which stars Robert De Niro and Chaz Palminteri. Oh yeah! All right, and uh, and there's a scene where the bikers come into town 
right? And and Chaz Palmateri and, and his guys, like, hey, these guys, you know, they're not dressed appropriately, right? And, they, and the biker turns to Chaz Palmateri and he says, uh, he says, hey, we're just, well, our money isn't green here, you know, we're just, we're just in for a couple of cold ones. That's all we want, a couple of cold ones. And and Chaz Palmateri says, okay, just a couple of cold ones and then you're on your way? He says, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. All right, set them up, set them up. And that's what, and then and then they, and so that's the way that I operated. Mm-hmm. Okay, when I when I just you know so all right, right hey listen so, come on we, you, you know you can't act like this you know you know what right. you're doing is wrong, and then they misbehave, mm. and then uh, you know so Chaz he to back up he says you know so because if you misbehave I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Right. Yes. And uh, so they misbehave, and it all gets out of jar. And uh, Chess Palmetary goes over, and he says, "Now you just gotta leave." And the guy turns around to me, goes, "What are you talking to me? Don't tell me when to leave. I tell you when to leave. Get off of me. Give me a couple more beers. Get over here." So mm-hmm. Chess Palmetary walks over to the front door, and he goes over. He closes the front door, and he locks it. And he turns around. He looks at all the bikers in the and he goes, "Now." Now you just can't leave, <laughs> right? And that, but th- this is this is sort of this culture is it. It seems to only we only respond to and become fearful in the moment where Chaz Pomeltary turns around and says, "Now you just can't leave," <laughs> you know, because now they know that they've made a poor decision. Mm. So. The gentleman in the plumbing truck mm. made a poor decision. Yeah. He had the opportunity not to do that. He had the opportunity to get out and yell at the guy yeah. and just say, what the hell is wrong with you? You cut me off. You could have killed me. I'm working here. I'm a working man. What are you doing? How come you're right. doing? The... He followed him two miles. Right. <laughs> to his so house. he follows him two miles, makes this decision to not be angry. You can be angry and you can confront that person. But why go right to racism? Yeah, exactly right. And he did right out of the gate. Right. I drove all this way just to – he said just to t- let you know that you're a N-word. Right. So – and now you're out of business. All right. <laughs> and now good luck getting a job. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, it'll blow Didn't over. Didn't I see your face somewhere before? <laughs> right. You know, and there's amazing – people have amazing recall yeah. for people's faces. I don't. I really don't. Um, so you, I would probably hire you yeah. only because they didn't know who you were right. for no other reason. But people do remember, yep. you know. So and nobody's going to. The internet is forever, right? <laughs> Let's it's don't always forget. out there, and and so uh, maybe it settles down for you in six months to a year, and then you're out there, and then somebody that circulates around again because these things constantly come up. So sure. my message to you. Whoever the Adam Waffen division, whatever uh, hateful group is spewing the hate, mm. you're in the minority. You think you're attacking the minority? You are the minority. Mm. The majority will catch up with you. We will not tolerate this. We will fight your First Amendment with our First Amendment. Mm. We will do so lawfully till death do us part. What's your first step? Where you go from here? How do you want to get this word out there other than doing this podcast and and a bullhorn right well i think that's just th- that is it so mm-hmm. you got to put people out and you got to tell the you got to tell the citizenry to pay mm-hmm. attention mm-hmm. I like you have it. to you have to also tell the citizenry and remind them you must act lawfully always yeah take a picture 
Right. You know? Well, you lose the argument and you lose the upper ground if you, you if you cross that line. So my father, one of the things my father always taught me is that when you're in an argument and you're doing that thing, the first person who swears yep. in that argument, it says lost the argument. Right. It is devolved into or something. Or name that, calling is yeah, what I find most you, often. You, you, you know. you're, you're never going to, you can't, you can't regain your footing. No. You've slipped and you've fallen now and now yeah. you can't get up. But an F-bomb in the right place sometimes. Oh, no, there's no question about it. My dad also <laughs> said it's very cathartic. <laughs> so, it's good for the soul. It is good for the soul. So that, that, is, that is what you need to do. You need to take a look at these, these, uh, these First Amendment people who are hiding behind the First Amendment, the, these, these punch-and-run people. Yeah. So I like to call them the cowards. Yeah. And basically say, all right, we're playing the long game here. Getting back to my sports metaphor before mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I spun off on my Bronx Tale mm-hmm. metaphor. Now you just can't leave. Um, and we have to remind them that, well, you know what? Now you just can't leave. Yeah. You know, you're stuck in this. This is, the, this is a conscious decision that you made. Right. You've been caught. Right. And now we're going to exercise our First Amendment rights. And if you were comfortable spewing your hateful rhetoric – then know that we will be even more so comfortable letting the world know right. who you are. It's best disinfected in the world, right? There you Shine a little light. That's all. You know. So awesome. That was, that was a refreshing podcast. That was refreshing. Well, we have more <laughs> refreshness with uh, Doug Christian. Ah, uh, Doug. Doug will refreshen us. <laughs> can we do that? We've been freshened once, so we, we can be refreshened. We can. Re- I'm sure that uh, Doug is coming with be- with inside the Beltway information. So, and uh, we'll see. We're going to talk to him right after we hear from our sponsors. You mean Mocha Joe's? I do mean Mocha Joe's, and the other one and Series Natural Remedies. I mean them as well. We couldn't do this. Wouldn't do this podcast without them. Absolutely not. We'll be back right after we hear from our sponsors. Aww. This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. Yep. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them. And that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without them. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thank Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Ooh.
Wow. All right, welcome back to the Ear Spoon. It's Fish. It's Steve. And joining the program as he has been in the past few weeks, Doug Christian from Talk Media News. Good uh, evening, Morrow, and good afternoon to you. Afternoon. Yes. Good, good morrow. I like good morrow. <laughs> good morrow. Let's go with that. Yeah. All right, so uh, we've got uh, the House going on recess with unsigned budgets. We've got uh, threatenings of, of shutdown and uh, and a witch called Manafort. <laughs> How do we? Where do we want to start? <laughs> Boom! That's a nice summary. Let's just leave it at that. Thank you so much, Doug. You've been a big help. <laughs> but he does kind of. He kind of looks like a witch. He kind of flies like a witch. <laughs> yeah, but he's a witch who's not doing his roots anymore. It looks like from the last last. Uh, Jail photo I saw of him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, that mugshot wasn't too becoming of him. It wasn't quite as uh, bespoke, let's put it, as his uh, $1,000 suit that he was able to purchase off of oh, Ru- Russian oligarch money. Oh, yeah. Borrowing. Quick tactical question for you, Doug, from what you know of this. My question is about, you know, this is mostly about Manafort and Manafort's behaviors, et cetera. Obviously, the tie-ins with the Russia thing, with the Trump campaign, et cetera, are a big part of it, and it's got all of our attentions. But what kind of stuff do we see potentially coming out of this? Is it mostly from witnesses being called and potential testimony that leads to other things? Or are there any potentially shoes waiting to drop when this thing begins? Um, It's the second, but we don't know what those shoes are. Mm thing is, is that Paul Manafort had been under the, had been uh, kind of within the uh, FBI's purview of radar radar for quite a while before uh, Trump uh, ran for president. Right. But here's the ironic thing. Even though he was money laundering tens of millions of dollars doing all sorts of, I, I say allegedly money laundering tens mm-hmm. of millions of dollars, um, the FBI was kind of like, ah. Uh, He's one rogue actor, and they just were kind of looking at him. They were, it wasn't like they weren't interested, but uh, Ukraine, whatever, mm-hmm. Russia. But he put himself directly in the spotlight by becoming the campaign manager for Donald J. Trump. And, and of course, he offered to do it for nothing. The thing is, is that now uh, he is a magnet for the Mueller investigation because mm. they feel that he knows more than they do or is willing or has evidence and they want to leverage him they want to leverage his guilt yeah and they want him to testify and my speculation frankly is the reason he hasn't done it is because he's more scared of the Russians than he is of the of American law enforcement well, he can be scared of anything he wants to, but no matter what, if this doesn't work out in his favor, he likely will die in prison, no matter what. That's correct. You know. But he probably will die a very painful death by Russian oligarchs. It's quick. It's Allegedly. poison. It's over. It's, yeah. It's, Allegedly. It's a, be, it, yeah. No. Um, without certain protections of him and his wife. I mean, the Russians are, are not known for being too kind to those who... Uh, who make off with $17 million of their money, which is what he uh, yep. has seemed to have done to uh, Oleg Deripaska. So a quick question for you then, tactically. I guess it begs the question, what would motivate a person to give away his services for free to a upstart, you know, let's say, acknowledge rogue presidential campaign, uh, to give oh, that away? he wasn't giving it. He was leveraging. And, uh, That's what part I mean. Of it was, and we saw part of it was that he... Uh, 
augmented the rewrite of the Russian of the of the GOP platform during the convention to lessen sanctions yeah. upon Russia and uh, regarding Ukraine. And I mean, that was the only thing that the Trump campaign cared about during the platform rewriting was that. Yeah. 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 And so he was paying off his debtors the same way it allegedly allegedly looks like uh, our president is doing yeah. with uh, with his master. Think of the level of narcissism required to hijack an entire country in its democratic process in order to pay down debt or, or work out some business dealings. Think of the um, how massive your head must be in order to do that. So I know what I'll do. <laughs> I'll take over the damn country. I'll pay down a little debt and I'll call it a day. You know, it's like, well, these people are, I mean, this is a psychiatric level of narcissism for sure. Yes, they are. They're, 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 uh, it, 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 they are true egomaniacs. I, I've, I've had the displeasure of meeting both Donald Trump and, oh, uh, and Paul Manafort in various Gosh. years of my life. And I can say that both of them are uh, just stink of arrogance. Yeah, um, there is that. Just, yeah, I mean, they just, they barely will look Wouldn't at have you. Wouldn't thought that. They kind of hmm. put their chin up. Yeah. And it's almost a, how dare you even speak to me, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I love those guys. Love that. All right, so yeah, the the, the fir- first witch is up. It's Paul Manafort uh, on the on the witch hunt, and uh, as, <laughs> as, as they said in the old Salem trials, that bitch won't float, right? Ooh, so we'll uh, <laughs> we'll keep an eye on that prize. Let's talk about uh, government shutdowns, and uh, you know, all in all, he's just another prick with no wall. Nice. Well, here's, here's a crazy thing, and that is is that you know. Donald Trump is like a virus for American political order, and he's and he's invaded the host body. And Republican uh, mainstream were not that thrilled that he was running for president, but they never thought he'd get elected. Mm-hmm. They never thought he'd get the nomination. They never thought he'd get elected. And but now what they've got is they've got a cancer that's out of control. Here's a guy that wants to proceed with uh, his threat to shut down the government if his wall is not fully funded. Uh, uh, Richard Shelby, who used to be a Democrat from Alabama, but now a Republican, uh, went and visited Donald Trump directly and said, look, the most you're going to get is uh, out of negotiations is $1.6 billion, which to you and me is a lot of money. But for a many trillion dollar uh, uh, government budget, it's it's just just money. Yeah. Of course, we have to borrow it from the Chinese. Of course, oh, yeah. we, we don't have, we're not raising enough taxes to pay for it. Well, and Donald Trump uh, objected. And he says, "I want I, if Democrats don't fund this, I'm going to shut down the government." And of course, this comes barely a hundred days before the midterm elections, and Republicans who already see yeah. uh, the House. Uh, most likely going to the Democrats, although I'm not sure that considering the Russians are going to do everything they can to right. hack this election. Right. Um, 
I'm scared about that. Yeah, but he. But um, at this point, Trump is just a loose cannon. Uh, that the and in terms of from the Republican point of view, that is already causing great mayhem. They're seeing that, despite the fact that he has support. Uh, when and the electoral numbers, the electoral polls don't look very good, and it looks likely that uh, the that the uh, both houses of Congress will flip, right? Potentially. Not potentially. I would say likely that the House will flip, but there are uh, much of. Uh, I mean, the Senate is made up of two senators of each state, and there are a lot of states that are pretty red in the middle. Um, and uh, it might, it might, but it's not. It's not necessarily likely. Although well, we did get a senator from uh, Alabama, you know, when uh, uh, Jeff Sessions, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, <laughs> the third, um, retired from the Senate to become yeah. Attorney General. God, God, uh, so, God bless I mean, his big ears. Yeah, but see, I, I'll and, throw this out. You're, you're also talking to a couple of Vermonters who witnessed our our uh, senior senator, Mr. James Jeffords, Jeffords. Uh, flip at a very very pregnant yes, moment that, that happened and uh, and so and i'm seeing on. we're seeing major forces major names in the republican and conservative movement abandoning ship and sh- and spitting back with great uh, antipathy for the current version of this of of the of the uh, executive branch and for their own party so i wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see people pulling that cord and just saying screw it i'm out of here i mean major players i'm talking about as things get worse and indictments well, start to fall the most likely uh, players are Susan Collins or uh, Lisa Murkowski. I mean, neither of them is a is a conservative Republican uh, by any stretch of the imagination. They have voted for many Republican bills, such as the tax cuts and all, but they but they did not vote in for uh, repealing uh, the ACA, which is also called Obamacare. Um, they could. They, I mean, you know, just like uh, Senator Jeffords, he could, she could very well flip. Um, we can only... He's not happy with Donald Trump and the party of Donald Trump. I spoke with her directly about huh? that on the train between the Capitol building and the Senate office building. And she's probably tweeting about it, but what the hell is she doing about it? Yeah, the question. there's that. It, <clears throat> she, she is running... She, described it to me as running a balancing act because they're like Vermont there are a lot of rural voters and she feels that um, and she wants to let those voters know that she's in touch with them oh come and, on oh come I know, on I'm telling you what she's thinking all right well there are a lot That's of racist fair. voters and I want to let the racist voters know yeah. that I'm in touch with them too yeah God, it's so craven yeah. and cynical, and it's about voters. And I would argue, and, and I have and will always, that we elect people to be leaders. We expect them to make quality choices and make good moral choices on our behalf, not necessarily based on the mathematics of voting or will they be reelected, although we know that's what happens, and they spend all their time raising money. But we ask them in certain moments to, to make a good leadership choice, and that anybody in a position of leadership, particularly the Senate over the House, but a particularly a senator doesn't look at this car crash of Democrat, Democratic whatever you want to call it uh, and doesn't react to that with a particular line in the sand and say, that's too much for me. I, I, I can't reject their moral fat. I mean, I can't respect their moral fabric. It's too cynical. 
you know, and she's well, a good example of that. I mean, here she here well, she is potentially going to vote uh, in favor of this Kavanaugh dude against the wishes of many, many, many women who have fought for years for this to be for. Well, for she, we, go ahead. It's not fait accompli that she's going to vote for him yet. It's well, not fait accompli. Thinking about yet. it. I mean, <laughs> she's thinking of, I mean, uh, she also, even if she votes against him, she wants to make it clear that she weighed the decisions very carefully. She does not want to look um, that she's, well, you might say being a leader in that sense, but but actually getting out of line. Um, but she might. I mean, yeah. she, it, it, Chuck Schumer's counting on it. Let's put it that way. He depends. We're talking about the majority leader of the Senate. Unfortunately. Uh, depends upon showing his leadership depends on showing the progressive base <laughs> that he is going to fight yeah. the Kavanaugh nomination mm. because of Kavanaugh's uh, <clears throat> decision mm. on the of the immigrant woman who was denied an abortion for a few weeks due to his due to his decision yeah. and right. also yeah. to his Stating that the Nixon case that Nick that uh, president should not be investigated while he's in office. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's an idiot, and 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 I, I hope that it'll all come out in the wash. But the idea that Chuck Schumer is gonna gonna uh, wag more finger and throw some radical centrism at the situation makes me laugh. Is when you use the word leader. Yeah, and I mean it's, it's nothing against Chuck. I, I like Chuck. I think Chuck's t- intentions are well. I just I think you know I just well okay. I'm trying to I'm trying no, to. No, I can't. Out. I can't. Anybody's a yeah. centrist in the middle of this nightmare and going like, well, we all got to really think about all. The-. No. No, <laughs> no, no, no. These done. are fascists. We're this is done. time. Anyway, Doug, we got to wrap yeah. it though. Take care. Till next time. Take care. There goes Doug from Talk Media News. Always a, a pleasure right. to have his insight on the pod. Doug calling in with the good news. That's it. So uh, hey, don't forget uh, you can download this podcast wherever you download your podcast, or if you just want to find a nice collection of podcasts uh, that are recorded right here at the Earspoon Studios, you can go to theearspoon.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Fine idea. It's on the internet, apparently. Apparently, I heard of that thing. Lots yeah. of stuff on the internet too. Right. They got this. <laughs> they got this. Uh, they got this. This store on the internet. It's huge. No. If only there was a a thing that would explain like how the huge vastness of that will two day ship stuff for me for free, so no. that I can uh, so that I can torch I the uh, local brick and mortar stores. There you go. Yeah, uh, I, w- I won't do business with that business. No. No. All right. <laughs> I will not. That's a that's a different podcast for a different day. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors who are local here to us, nice. uh, but also have websites like of Mocha course. Joe's, reaching out into the world. Yep, and you can get some good local Vermont uh, Vermont um, roasted coffee from Mocha yeah. Joe's at mochajoes dot com, and you can even check out our other sponsor, Series Natural Remedies, Cannabidiol. I Can- did it. Cannabidiol. Cannabidiol. Is it cannabidiol? No, all yeah. right. So. All right. Yeah, serious natural remedies. Yeah, Yeah, lovely people. Really lovely people with lots of natural remedies. Mm -hmm. And we want to thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you. We'll be back next week with another brilliant uh, piece of audio information that you can download onto your portable device Mm. and ignore the world around you. We encourage it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Close in. Shut out. Timothy Leary said it best. Plug in your iPod and... No, wait, that was somebody else. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, (laughs) I think that was Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. All right. Until next week, I will talk to you then. Me too. Bye.
More at the earspoon.com.